guys, I really wanted to record a regret thing because I feel that the theme is really, really good. Like, there's so many people who've done it so far and I really like being able to look back and see what I would have done differently and hopefully this will give you guys some insight on how you could tackle coming into university life or if you're in high school, um, college, if you're tackling college right now, it'll give you good insight as to how, um, how you might be planning out your four years. Look, in terms of regrets, I have very few because I don't spend much time uh, contemplating what I would have done differently. But I, that being said, I do have some main issues that I wanted to point out. They aren't really regrets. They're more uh, alternate paths that I could have gone down. And that would have might have led me to more opportunity. But, um, yeah, it's something to keep in mind. Like, uh, different, different strokes for different folks. And um, depending on what you actually want to be doing with your degree, uh, you would trade on... You would basically move on different a different path. You know, I think the first thing that would have really helped me was to stop looking at everybody else and focus on what I liked and what I, what made me happy. Right? If academics really makes you happy, if reading and writing and memorizing stuff and uh, putting stuff into practice, like. Uh, say you're into really into research right you like like to read the news you'd like to look at the latest stuff and you like to then use that perhaps academics is for you right if you enjoy uh talking to people if you enjoy networking if you enjoy going out and meeting new people perhaps it's like more of a, a consulting or a social based role that's more appropriate so obviously finding this the quicker you can find this the easier university will be for you, right? But I think it's good to start where I started, which is way, way, way back in 2017. So actually not that much. Uh, 2017, so the start of 2017, I enrolled in a course in commerce and finance. So that's what I'm, sorry, in uh, finance and IT. That's what I'm doing right now. Apologies, no commerce. Uh, finance and IT, which is what I do right now. And the reason I'm doing IT instead of CompSci is right now it's because I would like to go more into like an architect role rather than a tech-focused role. I don't want to develop uh, you know, the nits, nooks and crannies of technology. And instead, I want to um, I want to focus on the big picture. I want to be able to develop apps. Uh, you know, networks, that sort of thing. Something that's holistic and that other people use and get a lot of benefit out of. That's my big priority. It's not to get any sort of, you know, it's not for academic purpose. It's more because I really, really like uh, helping people and I really like doing that using technology. That is it. That is it fundamentally for me. If I can uh, launch, you know, if I can help people do something that they weren't able to do before and enable that using tech, that is like my dream come true. And, um, <laughs> and it's, it's really important to have this kind of goal in mind 
so that when you go into the workforce or when you go into looking for jobs, you're kind of, it orients your thinking, right? It orients your vision and you're able to, um, to, to much better focus on what needs to be done. For example, right, one of my big things when I came in was what subjects should I pick? It's tough to pick your subjects if you, first of all, have no clue where you're going to end up in 10 years. And second of all, it's tough to pick your subjects when, um, you know, you're, you don't know what you're good at. So there's two things, right? There's what you're interested in and what you're good at. And some, some people will tell you, oh, just pick the, the subjects that are in the middle there. So stuff that you're good at and stuff that interests you. I'd argue a different approach, which is that you're not going to find something really interesting, find something that's really making an impact until you get really good at it, right? So pick subjects that, that lead you to a career where you've got a long career. So people, you know, you can get good at doing that one fucking thing and doing it really, really well. It's helpful if that is something that pays well, but that's not necessary. It's more that you have to be interested and you have to be keen to actually hone that skill, right? And once you hone that skill, what ends up happening is you get lots more, for example, if, if you're doing like a client service business, you get lots more clients because they all like your work, right? But if you're not passionate about it, you leave it. Um, so get something you can get really good at, get really good at it, and then use that leverage to get clients, to get um, like to get new people to sign up for your product, whatever it may be. It depends on what sort of stuff you're running. Anyway, so the other part that's crucial is actually so one is picking your subjects, and then the other part is actually. Um, like knowing what industry you want to go into and what jobs you want to go into, which then allows you to pick cadetship. So there's a couple of parts of uni, right? I'll split it up into three parts. Firstly, it's your studies, which you have to get done. For me personally, I don't recommend you focus that much on your studies. Instead, you give it the minimum allocated amount of time, but do it consistently. I, I see so many people who just leave studying in the holidays. No, 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 no. You have to study in the holidays but keep it to the same amount of time you'd be studying regardless. Get your units, get your content for your units and revise them. Do it in the holidays. That way, what's gonna end up happening is you're gonna get more time during semester, you're gonna be able to search for jobs, look for relevant roles and work experiences, and then use that as leverage when you go to get a job. If you don't spend that time looking for a job, what's gonna end up happening is you're gonna be stuck in this fucking lifelong role of um, either jumping from entry-level role to entry-level role, or you're not even going to get a job in the first place, and then you're going to be like, oh, I need experience to get a job. Oh, fuck, where do I get experience now? <laughs> like, seriously. The other part that's really helpful is... So it's this, I've mentioned two things, so studying and then getting jobs or internships 
And then the other part that's really helpful is scholarships if you have them or other competitions, stuff that you can partake in that might give you an edge over your peers. If you have scholarships, apply for them. Try and get them. If you can't get them, that's fine. Like, it's not a big issue. In Australia, our scholarships are mainly equity-based. So they're like, um, if you are disadvantaged, then they offer you a scholarship. Otherwise, there's no scholarship, which is fair enough because our fees as a citizen are quite low. So in other words, we're pretty much getting a good education for quite cheap, right? Which is good, which is good. So that part is set. What I have to worry about, and this is one of my bigger regrets, it's not participating in enough competitions. Like, I worked in a fast food chain instead of preparing for my competitions, which is what I could have done. But you don't see this going forward. The, the dots only make sense when you look backward and you're like, fuck, I could have taken in so many more competitions and hopefully I would have won one or two. But at least like I would have had so much experience that I could then go into like a, a case competition or something and be like, yes, this is what we have to do. I could go into a hackathon and be like, these are the ideas that are going to get the judges creaming. Right? That's what every fucking student wants to do. But no one has the, the skills required to do that. You know, I started working on this a long time ago because when I went to the hackathon, I realized that not only were my ideas not good enough, it was also the execution that was poor. So instead, what I, what I endeavored to do now is use proper ideas, like use proper execution to then um, like create different models, right? So for example, for a hackathon, you want to have a certain model in, in your mind. All you do at all you do at the thing is execute that. Like you practice these things, you execute that model that you have in your mind. This is what you do in any sort of consulting gig as well. You execute that model that's in your mind, you do it over and over again. And eventually what ends up happening is you win. And you win every single one because you've had so much experience with what works and what doesn't. Right? So focus on those things. Focus on competitions. Focus on gaining relevant work experience. Like, people say, okay, yeah, relevant work experience. But how do I get in? By doing competitions, you dumb shit. And by uh, building up your resume with, uh, like, for example, if you're a developer, you want to get into a development role, you need to have a portfolio of things to show. If you want to get an internship... As a developer, you need to have a portfolio of projects that you worked on. Open source is a good way to get started. Um, going to conferences, meeting different people, that's also really good because that not only does it give you insight into the industry, you might develop a connection with someone and then that leads to them using you for their web development or whatever, you know, whatever you're doing. Right? You need to be going to these conferences. Um, now... The other part that I wanted to address quickly before I finish up, those are the two main things, right? School, work experience, and competitions. Those are the three main things. Um, other part that I wanted to address really quickly was that retail work. Should you do retail work? Look, my answer to this would be that 
it depends on where you are right now. If if you are a high school student, if you are just either just graduating or have graduated and you're a couple of years out, I'd say do it. Sorry. If you are sorry, take that back. If you are just graduating or you're gonna graduate in a couple of years, then definitely go for it. However, if you're a couple of years out and you still have no idea what the fuck you're doing, um, I'd say go for more experienced roles in your in your niche or in your area of study. Um, they won't ask for retail experience necessarily, but if they do, what you do is you kind of get you get club experience, right? Join all your university clubs for free and then work for them. If you want more testimonials and shit, go out to non-profits, go out to tennis clubs, go out to all these like small businesses and ask them what they want. Ask them, do you need a website? What uh, what services you know do you offer? Like volunteer somewhere. These are all fine. And they're they're all good experiences. It's just that when you don't have any experience and your resume is blank, that's what they mean by no experience. Not like, you know, retail experience is okay, but don't stay in there for more than six months. That's what I'd recommend. Okay. Have a nice day, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I shall keep you up to date. And... um, Yeah, those are my regrets for the past couple of years. If you found that useful, please give this a follow. Give this channel a follow. Leave a like. And yeah, follow my blog on deeplydiligent-blog. So it's medium.com slash deeplydiligent-blog. And thank you so much for listening, guys. Cheers.